Welcome to This Is Only Your Life. That's sarcastic, meaning it's only your life, no big deal. Overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with Janice Corsano. In this episode, yeah, that's not okay. And that's where they just lowered their pay um, and feel like the company's like, no, you work 60 hours or you work whatever you need to do. And they have 60 hours worth of work, but they only get paid for 40 hours. And that's where they get resentful and... But those are also part of our beliefs about, you know, how hard we have to work and how hard money is to get. It's like some elusive thing that, that we can't get. But apparently we could get all crappy shit. We could get bills. Like, that seems to not be a problem. <laughs> like, what are the things that it's really, it's like, it's so funny that like the thing that you want the most, all of a sudden you, you like, can't get that. Like which is kind of which is like yeah. well you can get bills yeah well it's funny it's like oh it's like anything you can think of that you don't want like you can get that really I can't. I can't talk again. I swear. We'll retake this five times. Hal's <laughs> back again. Hal's <laughs> may be our new our new host because as um, you know, Michelle got a job right when we were talking to her on the thing. Um, oh, she was. She I actually, did not know. Yeah, she actually took that job, and I thought it was a good idea for her to give it a good try. A whirl. Yeah, and and she's liking it. So she's she's helping. Um, she's doing some work, but from. From there, it's easier, you know, so she could do some, some other stuff. So, Halt may be our new co-host for right now, which we'll is see, which is I have to go to New York all next week for a job. Well, that's fine because the podcast doesn't go out till next week. So yeah, what are you doing next? What are you doing? I have a photo shoot for a swimwear company that's Monday through Friday next week, and then I'm tomorrow I'll be in Coney Island at 5 a.m. for a pickup. For uh, Stella's last weekend, which you guys should go watch when it comes out, which I do not know when that is, probably next year. Well, that's exciting. Yes. And you're always busy running around, but your challenge is still going well. I mean, we talked about it last time, so we're just going to touch on it very quickly, and then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I did not do the best job of it this past week because I think I worked for part of every day at least. I didn't actually take like a full day to do a personal thing. Um, Are you at least taking some time to reflect? Are you taking some time to see, you know, what was good in the day and where you want to go and what you're trying to put together and head to, you know, like in what direction you want to head? Because that's like the part that you're trying to plan. Like everyone needs to figure out to, to create, like if we're talking about creation, when we're running around so fast, it's very hard to figure out what we're creating. Right. We're, we're creating chaos is what we're creating. So this morning I was with I was with my friends. You're a little bit far from me. Oh, this morning I was with my friends, and we were getting ready to um, go out to the um, just like a nice market to grab some lunch. And 
they were going to go do something afterwards. And I was like, oh, I wish I didn't have clients today. I wish I didn't have to do work today. I would like to join you. And then my friend, she was like, well, what are you doing today? And I was like, just saying a list of things and how I had to go to like the hair store to pick up some product and how I had to um, do a cut and color and how I had to do, um, you know, pack my kit for my job tomorrow in New York. And like my energy behind it was really stressed and like unhappy that I wasn't doing like what I wanted to do. And the way that she heard it was she says, Oh, that's beautiful. Like you're kind of floating in and out. You're bopping around between like place to place and it's all nice and it'll be fun. And you know, you're just kind of like floating around and just the outlook. Do you see the different perceptions? The outlook that she had on it was, Sounded like she wanted to do it. Was the exact opposite of how I was feeling about it. And it was, and she just like totally made me feel not stressed about it. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need to be as like annoyed that I have all these things that I have to do and think about, um, think about that it's actually like a nice thing that I, what I'm doing today. Like just because it doesn't go in line with what I wanted to necessarily do doesn't mean that what I'm doing is bad. No, nothing that you're doing is bad, but the idea that that perception didn't even cross your mind. Right, because she was seeing it as, like, bopping around from place to place and, like, having fun and, like, floating, and even though, and, like, I'm looking at it as, like, a chore and a thing I don't want to do. So see the difference in our perception, you know, like, if she's looking at it from the outside and listening to what you're saying, going like, oh, that sounds like fun. Oh, mm-hmm. you're going to do this, and then you're going to do that, and there are different things, and it's not like you're stuck in one place, and you could come and go as you, you know. Mm-hmm. and the perception of it makes all the difference in the feeling that you have behind it. So that's very important when we talk about creating. So instead of creating stress and chaos, because right. what you were creating was more of a stress and chaos, mm-hmm. instead of, you know, how do we create? Well, the more that you put energy towards something, the more we get that. So if you're putting energy towards it's chaos and stressful, guess what you get more of? Yeah. So you kind of, like her saying that, you said you kind of, what, your stress level went down? Yeah, because I stopped, I stopped giving it that, I stopped allowing it to make me feel that way. Which is, we have a choice. Right, yeah, and and while I was at the market with them eating, the production office called for them to meet tomorrow, and that's when I found out that my call time was 5 a.m. at Coney Island. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, good. So I'm, and then my head goes to, oh, you're not packed yet, and you still have all these things to do, and then you're going to have to go sleep over in New York tonight now, and you still have to do all these other things first. So then I started, like... Could you stay in the moment for a minute? Right. And then I started, like... <laughs> Weren't re- you enjoying lunch? I was trying to enjoy lunch until production called and then told me all these things, and they were asking me these questions, like, oh, well, then, you know, we have to do the morning, you know, in Coney Island, and then we have, like, this big break in between that, like... You know, the actors aren't going to be there. So what do you want to do? Because we're not doing anything again until, like, sun goes down. And, um, you know, do you want to, like, hang out with them? And You could go to the store for me while you're over there. No, I'm going to go take a nap at their house. That's <laughs> what I'm going to do. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. make it fun. Like, what are you doing? Um, the I know the energy is very stressful. I know we're in between the eclipses. we got Mercury retrograde going on. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the energy is intense. So... Everything that we're doing, we have a choice. That's why when you slow down and we actually mm-hmm. go, okay, so how do you want to do this? It's, it's true. And I actually really like the crew that we're working with. And I like yeah, you had them. a great time doing that. Yeah, and I love the people that we're working with. It's just the 
It just yeah. what sounds like the time. Yeah, it's just like the timing of things and the crunch time of things and the fact that I wanted to take, I felt like today was going to be more of like a day off for me and realizing that all of a sudden, you know, I, I thought I had like more of a leisurely day than I did and now I have to kind of cream out a bunch of things and make time to do that. Like, <laughs> pull time out of somewhere but if you tell time remember what we talk about with telling time telling time that it, you do this this and this within it so time will actually work more with us but we tend to run like if you rush then time gets away from you then it's more like you telling time like okay from three to four i'm going to do this from four to five I'm this needs to happen yep. and then time will actually work with you yeah so today you try that when you're doing it like I'm packing my kit. It's going to take me, and you could say it's a half an hour, whatever yeah. whatever you want to say. You could give it a time. It'll probably, it'll actually probably be about a half hour just because it's only a couple people, who, and I already know. What, right, so think about I that. Use, you know what I mean? Like, I already know. But you have to put a time, like, you have to tell time what you want it to yeah. do. And if you want it to be 15 minutes, if it's really going to be a half an hour, try it in 15 minutes. Try saying, okay, it's going to take me 15 minutes to pack my kit. Right. So that you actually can try to, oh, time actually, slows down so know, that you could do it in 15. I did, I was playing with the time thing yesterday with my other client. Um, so normally when I do like funky colors on someone, it takes forever. Um, like min- minimum six hours, probably. Yeah, no, I know when you do it, yeah, it's a long... Start, yeah, if I'm, like, pre- if I have to... Especially if you're starting from scratch. Yeah, if I'm, like, prepping first and then neutralizing and then adding, like, funkiness. Um, we started at 12.30, took a break for some snacks, took a break for dinner, and I was packed up and out of there by 8. Like, done. Like, we were, like, done working at 7. So how long did it take you? So it took me six and a half hours of working, but there was also times where we weren't working in between. But, and also, what we did, like the amount of work that we did was more like an eight hour. Right, and that's what we're talking about. So you know what normally happens, and if you work with time, so what did you do differently yesterday so that you had time to work with you? I just, I said, um, and you know what's funny is we were supposed to start at 11, and I didn't end up getting there until 1230 because there were things that I knew that I had to get done first um, before I could go to, like, make my my time more, just, I had to just, like, there was just some things I didn't want to rush that I, you know, wanted to be able to eat breakfast and... Right, so or, you or got your things together before yeah. you actually went, and so then you got there later, but... If you said, like, what you would then normally think, then it was going to be however many hours, minimum six, but usually longer. Yeah. And what did you do differently? Because that's that's the thing that right. you need to remember, that you did it, and you do, and we do it. Right. The thing I did differently was I didn't assume that I was going to be there at nighttime, and I didn't assume that I was going to be there um, all night, like, the last couple times. So I you spent. mean you assumed the opposite? And yeah, you shouldn't I, be assuming anything, but right, it's true. you no, need but to I tell just, it. Right, like I felt, like I felt when I got there, I was like, "This is gonna be an easy day. Like we're gonna do this quick." And I always, it's always very pleasant. Like I always, I very much enjoy. Like no matter how much time it takes, it's not like I'm unhappy doing it. Right, because so, you enjoy doing funky colors. It's not a right. It's like it's like I'm coloring on someone's head. Yeah, but that's why you enjoy it. But but yeah. what I'm saying to you is that 
because it takes so long normally that you, you're blocking off a whole day. I'm blocking off a whole day, and my body gets really angry at me after. Usually, it's fun. But yeah. <laughs> so, how is it feeling today? Um, today, it feels good. Well, because I actually did a fun, nice thing for myself, because I knew that my weekend was going to be a full of work, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to have a weekend. So, I took my last night to be social and stayed at my friends and, you know, made, we made nice, like, scallops and, like, hung out by the fire outside and So you did relaxing did time. relaxing things. We did some Thai massage. Um, my friend is certified in Thai massage, so. So you did something that was, you know, that, that's what I said. Like, we if did. you do, if you book something. We did some afro to, yoga. Fun. Fun. But if you book something, you need to book something that is also enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So if you're putting in six hours or eight hours to do one hair, then you need to have something that you're going to do that's going to help you to relax and that's going to feel good. Mm -hmm. So it's like trying to figure out the balance. It's never going to be like, oh, okay, today is just, you know, we're going to do this. And there's going to be days where it's going to be crazy. And you're going to have, you know, back-to-back stuff. And that's where you help, you know, ask time to help you. And we should be asking time to help us and telling time what we needed to do. Mm -hmm. But at at the same time, at the same time of all of this, you want to make sure that you're putting some balance in and working less and being more productive in the time that you actually put in. Because what happens when we work so much is that we're shot. So yes. you don't actually get anything done. You might be working, but at that point, you know, especially if you're doing other work that you don't really like, then it takes you way longer. This is true. So, so... I know you went you went to a convention, I went to a convention. Yes. And in my convention I went to the um um NGH convention, which is the hypnotherapy convention, which I could actually teach at but haven't been because I would rather go and take the take a few classes. But this year I went and just took a class from Monday to Tuesday. And what was so funny about it was I wanted to go also see my son while I was there because he lives a half an hour from there and I don't get to see him that much because everyone's so crazy busy and our schedules are a little bit nuts. And they just bought a new place and they're under construction. So on Monday night, I'm go, I go up on Sunday. It was their first year anniversary. Woo! Mm-hmm. How fast that went by, huh? Sure did. Uh, this time thing. Like, people do not get hung up with the time because it, it, time does not, it's not actually happening the way that we think. There's no way that 10 years happened or five years happened in this little bit of time. It's, it feels bizarre. I know, it's crazy. But, so I went there, and when I was talking to him, I said, um, well, I'll be up Sunday night, and they were going to go out for their anniversary. So I was like, okay. He's like, Monday or Tuesday. I was like, Monday would be great if we could do Monday. So I have no idea that, that class is going to ask me to do homework on Monday night. Right. <laughs> So the woman says, okay, um, everyone pair up, and you're going to do a presentation first thing tomorrow um, about whatever it is that we're working on, right? And I go, I can't do that. I have to be in Boston. As soon as I leave here, I'm going to Boston. As soon as class is over, I'm going to Boston. And it's at least 45 minutes of traffic to get to Boston from where I am, and then whatever it is to get back. So by the time, and I'm like, Plus, I don't have my computer and all this stuff because nobody got the memo that you needed to bring your computer. But anyhow, so I rush out the door, get to Boston, hang out, see Nicholas's in, um, beautiful new place. And 
it's under construction and we got to sit on the roof deck. It was really, it was really beautiful and had a nice night. And then it was getting kind of late and I was like, oh, I better get back. And then by the time I got back, it was like 11. So I'm sitting there trying to get, you know, because now I got to, you know, check out the hotel in the morning and all that other amazing stuff, right, that you got to do to try to put everything together. And they were going to go to class earlier. So we had to be in class at eight o'clock instead of nine o'clock because people had to leave early because they have to catch flights. So I got nothing. I wake up in the morning early, extra early, go sit outside with a cup of tea with my notebook, and I'm looking at my notebook, and my notebook's looking back at me. <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of going, okay. And then like a half an hour goes by, and I just kind of chilled and meditated for a little bit. I was like, okay, I got nothing. All right, I got to go pack up and get out, have some breakfast, and then you know get to class. And we get to class and. Everyone's talking about how they did, you know, their presentations. And they worked for three hours to do it, and they have all these slides and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there going, like, "I got nothing." I still got nothing, but the anxiety and stress that I could feel from everybody was very high because whenever you're going to do a presentation, especially in front of peers and stuff, um, and then to add more stress, so they, I felt a little bit of the anxiety of, you know, everyone presenting. And then to add more, um, the teacher comes in and says, "Oh, um, one of the heads of the." the um, guild is going to come in they want to watch your presentations then they're going to bring somebody with them that just made the stress level go up 30 percent more in the in the class so a couple of people went did their presentation and and then we went for a break and i need to get out of the room because i need to get rid of the the energy and i'm like all right i got 10 minutes let me go outside and so i go outside and i'm sitting there and i'm like i still got nothing all right i don't have no, like the worst thing, what's the worst thing that could happen? Now, normally, that would be where people get really stressed. It's mm -hmm. like, I need to do a presentation. I, and I'm like, okay, either this is, these are the two things that can happen. I will figure out something or I will not. So I will, you know, when they call my name, I'll stand up in front of the room and say, I wasn't able to do it and I got nothing. And, or... I stand up in front of the room and, and get something. So we get down to, and she almost missed me twice. <laughs> she put me last on the list. Um, and, and cause she knew, cause it wasn't like, it wasn't like I didn't say, but so she almost missed me twice. And then the person, she starts talking. The last person goes, I'm the last person, but the person before me goes and she starts talking about whatever. And the person that came in the room goes, wait, you have one more person. And she looks over at me and she goes, oh, Janice, it's your turn. You got to go. So I, like, shit. You're like, I was, I was almost, I was like, wow, that would, I was trying to be invisible. That was good. Oh, guess not. Okay. So I jumped up and I was like, all right. So I walk up in front of the room and I have no idea what I gave a presentation on for 15 minutes. Like literally have no idea. But when I got done, I went to. And I just kind of went, thank you. And she goes, do you teach here? And I said, well, no, usually I just come to take classes. She goes, start. She goes, you, I know you had nothing. She goes, that was probably one of the best presentations that I've seen. She said, and you kept us engaged. You did this, 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 and this. And that, you need to be here. You need to teach people. Like, it's really important. Like, you're a very good teacher. And for someone, she goes, and I know you had nothing because you told me you had nothing. And you didn't have any time to... to you know, look at anything, practice, do whatever. You don't even have your computer. You don't, you know, she gave us a bunch of papers to download and stuff. 
on, you know, what it is we were doing. She said, so can you please teach her? People are missing out. Right. So what was so funny about it was if I had gotten nervous and stressed and didn't go out and just take off everyone else's energy because I was, you know, feeling like when, especially like it was, you know, everyone gets a little nervous when they're going to do a presentation and there's something new that they're learning anyway. But at the same time, when she said that the head was coming in with another person, you know, everybody's anxiety went to a whole nother level. They're like, shit. So yeah, I'm being judged. Uh... Right. You get nervous. So I'm like, I, and I'm fine. I don't mind speaking in front of people. I'm much better with, with when I'm doing the teaching because I don't pick up all the energy if I'm in the group. So I kept having to go out. But but what's, what's so nice is when you know the difference. Because if I got nervous and stressed, I would have just been nervous and stressed. And because I had nothing, instead of it being a problem, instead of me going like, shit, this is a problem, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, like, I'm sorry I got nothing if I have nothing. And, you know, I could talk about this or, or you know, figure out something that I could say something about but it was more like, all right, listen, whatever it is, come to me. Like I literally did like a little, a little prayer, you know, like, all right, guys, help out. This is what, you know, and, and didn't worry about it. Like knew that whatever it was going to be was going to be okay. And that's where the stress came off. So that's the same thing if you do that every day. It's like with, when you figured out your schedule today, if you're like, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be okay. And mm-hmm. I got a choice on how I'm going to make it. I got a choice if I'm going to make it harder or if I'm going to make it easier. Right. And I could have made that. I could have had a freaking meltdown. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And when you come in and you see that everyone's prepared Mm -hmm. and you're not and everyone else did their homework and you're not and you got to do a presentation in front of all these people. There's probably like 12 people in the room and you don't know any of them. You know, I didn't. But that's where you could like really like get super nervous. And that's where I had to make the choice. I'm like, all right, which one? And I could have went right in with all the stress, you know, the anxiety of you know presenting and everything. And the nice thing was that pretty much everyone in the class works, you know, like they, they have a business or they work in this field some way, in some way, shape, or form. So they've presented before. So they weren't as, you know, the people that were supposed to be in the class were in the class. But, but what's amazing about it was, you know, people still get nervous about it. So... That picking that up, but when she said the other people were coming in, the anxiety level went up to a whole another point. That's where, all right, I need to get out for a second. Like that's where like knowing that you pick up other people's energy and what to do with it, and making the choice on what I wanted to do. Like if it never came to me and I actually had to stand up and say truthfully, guys, I'm sorry, I just I I got nothing. You know, I'm and I really couldn't think. Like I literally couldn't think because the energy is intense and. It's like I hear so much from everybody else and feel so much. I, I literally couldn't think. I'm like, I don't even, th- I can't even think of what I'd want to do the presentation on. I'm like, you know what? It'll come to me. When I get up, just, guys, just, you know, let me know whatever it is. And when I get up, I'll, I'll, I'll know what it is and do it. Does that work with bills? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Try that with the bills. Great. So how would you do that with your bills? Manifest the money so that way it just maybe you're if you're worried about oh yeah that's, how to you make the that. money you just manifest it and it just happens. But you have to realize like people, what you focus on you get more of. Mm-hmm. So if we focus on lack that we don't have enough money for our bills, which we tend to focus on because that's the thing we look at our accounts all the time. We're like okay shit I gotta. I haven't looked at mine in a long time. I don't even know what's in there. 
I know you don't, but I'm saying the the average person, you know, right. we have to look at our account and mm-hmm. we have to see like, okay, do I have to pay these bills, this, this, and this, and do I have enough? And in that enough feeling that we don't, or I can't get this, or I can, then that's well, where we, yeah. that's where we focus on the lack department, our attention. Then we get nervous because they have to be paid. Mm-hmm. How are we going to pay them? And then we can't think of like, how are we going to make extra? It's not like I have another job to make extra, but money can come in just like anything, you know, can pop in out of nowhere. Right. And with working with people in this department, you know, like for your money and stuff, um, it's really hard to overcome a lot of the negative beliefs that we have about them because like we have beliefs about money that money turns you into something that's bad. You know, like you'll be a bad person. Right. I've, I've never heard that. Really? Because if you think about like people that have money, pe- other people will think they're assholes or they think they're better than, or they turn, like they change because money changes you. Everyone that I know with money is awesome. But that's the difference. Meaning like if, but you could still have a belief. It's right. funny. You could still have the belief that it could turn you into an asshole, so you won't have any. But right. but the point is, and the other one, which is, you know, the root of all evil, money is the root of all evil, right. is actually not actually the real saying. It's right. actually the love of money, which is a totally different thing. And that would basically be like, well, not, we're, I'm not going to be evil, so I'm certainly not going to be doing that. Right. Yeah, and not I'm, knowing subconsciously. So think about, like, think about your, your money beliefs. Because it's mm-hmm. like, we have to work hard. You know, there's a lot of things behind them. Like, what's the, you know, like, there's a there's a lot of things about money itself. And we give money so much power. Right. Instead of actually taking the power in out of money, like, money's elusive. Yeah. It's hard I, to get. Yeah. It's, I feel like I don't give it that power. I don't know. I have a weird belief, I guess. Well, what do you think yours is? I think mine is... Because you don't really pay attention to I it. I don't pay attention money i don't really look at my bank i don't like honestly if you ask me how much money i had right now my bank i would honestly not be able to tell you um i look at it as kind of just now what's the because this is where it's important because you don't look at those things and it would sound like you're being irresponsible it would sound like you now do you pay your bills on time yes do you have enough money to pay them always um i sometimes i overpay too like i I am i pre I, i pay ahead on my car also so when you're when you're doing that right do you think, oh, shit, I'm never going to have enough? No, I just know that I will have always enough. I just know. So for whatever it is. So doesn't that mean... Right. Even with surprise things, like I had to randomly... I didn't realize that the hotel for, like, a wedding that I was going to was going to be X amount of money plus, you know, a bachelorette party that I was going to was going to be all this other money. You know, I was, like, surprised by the amount of money that... I had to spend within a a short amount of time, which is, you know, I wasn't, you know. Right. So when we talk about, like, those are things that you have to do, but then you got to figure out how I'm paying for them. Right. And say that's an extra thousand dollars out of nowhere. Yeah. Which it it was, it was about an extra thousand dollars that you weren't. That you weren't expecting it to be. Yeah. So when we go like, okay, did that stress you out? Did you go, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this? What am I going to do? How... Yeah, no, I guess it, I went, I guess I'm not eating out that much, is what I went. That's why I sacrificed, was time out eating. Okay, so, because I'm not talking about being irresponsible, and just right. go, like, blow all this money, and because you actually have to be okay with money before you could do this. So exactly. it's a little bit at a time. Right. Well, also, As you're changing, it's a little bit at a time. Well, and thing, you'll see it come in out of nowhere. Right. Well, the other thing, too, is when I, when someone's like, oh, it's a thousand dollars, I'm just like, oh, okay, that's not that much. You know, like, you don't give it weight. Right. 
if you give it weight, then you're basically right. saying you're in lack. Like, yeah, you have to be very careful with how you put lack out. Right. Like, whoa. And that's for everything. That's not just yeah. for money, but we do it so much with money. Money's easy to do it for. I see people do it with it all the time. People are like, oh, my God, like, dinner, my half of dinner was $50. Like, $50 is nothing. Like, it's fine. You're fine. And that would be actually saying that I was worth it too. Right. Yeah. Like it's not like if you have if you're if you're working your way up somewhere and you know we only have this much and we think we only have this much and we're never going to make more and it's so hard and we're and mm-hmm. you're not remembering that that it's abundance and that money comes from all over places and, and it's amazing where you would get it or how it would show up because like for instance so when you went to when you went to school because of the accident that we were in, mm-hmm. that all, all of Holly's savings that we would have had saved or could have saved for her for school, um, we couldn't save because at the time we had a serious accident and I wasn't able to work. So the money that would have been saved for you would have been now used for regular bills, right? Right. So Holly goes to, to school. Good thing there was that message. Holly goes to school mm-hmm. um, to Fordham mm-hmm. and... That ain't cheap. <laughs> like no, if you go like, expensive. it's you know, it's it's an expensive school. So the as they give you the papers, you know that you're going to sign the papers. And the lady goes to me. She goes, um, well, you know, you could take out a loan, you know, because there's a parent's portion, there's your portion, you know, some grants or whatever mm-hmm. you got from from your good grades and whatever. Um, but and she looks at me. She goes, well, you could take out a loan. And I'm like, I don't want a loan. I don't like loans. I go, well, then how much, I go, well, how much would it be if it, she goes, well, it'd be like 1200 a month. I think my portion of that was like 1200 a month. I was like, okay, just bill me. Mm-hmm. She's like, are you sure? I said, yep, just bill me. No, I didn't make $1,200 more a month. I didn't tell one person that. If I told anybody in the family, mm-hmm. they would have went, are you kidding? Right. Where the hell are we getting $1,200 extra a month to pay this? And that would have worked against what the whole point was. And I just went, I knew, I know that it'll be fine. I know that we'll be able to pay it. Mm-hmm. And I paid it every single month without a problem. And I have no idea how. And I didn't care. And it wasn't like I robbed, steal, stilled, did anything. You know, either more work came in or something happened that I was able to pay that without a problem. And I really thought it was not going to be a problem when I did it. I was like, oh, okay, just bill me. Right, that's how I feel about my car. Excuse me, about my car. So just doing that, I honestly have no idea how 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 I did it, and I didn't tell any like I didn't tell anyone because I knew that if I told them that they would have been stressing out and working against it. Right. And I knew that it was going to be doable, and I knew it was going to happen, but I knew it, and that's the part where the knowing and the beliefs make such a difference because you are what you think you are. Mm-hmm. And if you think that it's not going to happen and how the hell is that going to happen, it's not happening. That's why I didn't tell anyone because they would have went, how, what, that's this, and they would have broke it down. That's another, you know, $300 a, a week. How, where the hell is that coming from? That's another, you know. They would automatically put a cap on what our, the earning could be. Before. Right, because we already know what the earning is. Because everyone knows what they make a year or they make a week. Well, most people do if they oh, have a regular job. You know, they don't work for themselves. And even if they do work for themselves, a lot of times people that work for themselves, you know, they got to pay their employees and they got to pay for their overhead and they got to pay for. So a lot of times they even get less 
you know, like they're paying everybody else. And it depends on, you know, where you are. But literally, like a lot of times when you work for yourself, you could be working really hard and not be making as much. That's true. So it depends, you know, where you are in, in business-wise. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, it's like the difference was the way that I did it. And I didn't figure it out. And I didn't say, okay, well, let me see that $50 that I just got. I didn't do anything different. I didn't spend anything different. Meaning I didn't go, okay, let me go, let me go buy, um, whatever, Gucci shoes or whatever, but I didn't buy them to begin with. So it wasn't, yeah, it's not, it's not like you're spending things for no reason. And I wasn't frivolously spending. Right. And it's not saying that, that you can't once in a while, but it's the idea that if I didn't put any weight on it at all and it Mm -hmm. happened and it showed up and I did that for you for four years because I couldn't do it for your brother either. So I had to do the same thing and had Mm -hmm. the same, it was basically about the same bill. (laughs) Yep. So that was pretty much eight years, you know, back to back mm-hmm. of, I don't know where that came from. I don't know how that happened. And I didn't tell anybody till after. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have just been loans and would have been paying the loans for like, I think they give you like 10 years or 15 years, which is a, right. like well, having an extra mortgage. Right. Well, then my, and then the rest of my loans. Were and then we made you, and then I made you pay yours off in a very short amount and of time. Yeah, I did my 10 year loans in five years. Mm-hmm. I said, Hal, you're going to have these paid off in half the time. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And you did. Mm-hmm. And they were done. And it's very uncommon to see people at this point have their college paid off, yep. you know, when they had to take loans out. Mm-hmm. And, and I went to another school after college, too. And that's paid off, too. Paid off. So all the colleges that you've went to so far have been paid off. Mm-hmm. And that happened in, in half the time of what it would normally have happened. Yep. But we just put the attention on that's getting paid off, and then we didn't put any more attention on it as lack, like it's going to be hard, right. like it's going to be whatever. But that's what we're talking about when we're talking about abundance. Like whatever you put your attention on. So the attention was on it's got, it gets paid. It's easy. Mm-hmm. The attention was not on, oh, my God, what did I just think? What was I doing? Right. And that's why it's important. So when you think about our worrying, our stress, our fear, Mm-hmm. that's the thing that we're going to get more of when we worry about it. And I'm not saying that we go out and spend frivolously and be like, oh, that's just going to happen out of nowhere. You are doing things, too. Yeah. You know, you're, oh, yeah, I'm actively working. and I, I probably work more than I should. Right. But my point being is that you don't worry about that. So since you don't worry about it, what do you notice when you go to spend money? Because... For whatever reason, you're not a numbers person. No. You don't, like, Holly missed the numbers boat altogether. <laughs> no. And, and, and a lot of times, it's actually a good way. Yeah. And a lot of times, it's a good way because she really can't, and it's not that you can't add. You add just fine. Yeah. It's it's the idea that numbers just... They, it, they have no weight to me. Like, right. I don't it's have not, a value. Like, they have no value. Yeah. Money itself doesn't have a value to you. Yeah. It's very interesting, like, the way that you work with that. It doesn't, where most people have a lot of value to it. You, for some reason, you know, right. like, eh, whatever. You know, like, it doesn't have the same weight to it. So if you think about what yours is and you listen to other right. people that you like know, pretend. what's the weight? Well, it feels like pretend to me because it's... it's well, like if we a, think about it as monopoly... Right. Well, yeah, it feels like your your money, the money feels like a scoreboard to me. Like, it feels like, like, when you go home and do homework mm-hmm. when you're little and you come back to school and they give you an A plus, you're like, cool, I just won at the homework game. <laughs> and then when, you know, when you go to work and you, you know, you're, you're you know, it's like, oh, 
fun little, it's like a fun little, like, you get money, and it's like a fun little, like, life game. I don't know, it's just like fun little points that you get for <laughs> lifing. I don't know. Well, it is, but that's a better way to look at it. If we said, like, then 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 we got to go to how many points do you deserve? Right, yeah. It, I don't know. I don't want to, like, make it feel like I'm not trying to say. No, I'm talking about of, people. Right, if you don't have a lot of points, that doesn't mean that you're not good. Like, I'm not saying that either. No, we're talking about the way that you see money. It's like it's like a not money. It's right. more like points. Right, I look at it. It's like play. Like, I'm looking at it as, like, energy exchange. I'm looking at it as, like... Because we talked about that a lot as growing up. It's an energy exchange. Right. For, like, example, like, if... Like, I have a lot of friends that don't make enough money that it's worth them to get their hair cut a decent amount. So, um, I like to barter with them for... Because their knowledge is equal to my knowledge. So, we'll barter services. And I'll get music lessons in exchange for haircuts and it's you know it's like you can't the amount of money that I would have to pay to get a lesson from that person versus just bartering with them it balances right it balances and that's why we do that you know it's it's if it's the exchange feels right right then then we could do that without a problem it's when the exchange feels off that we feel mm-hmm. stressed from it yeah and that's how you know like if it's not fun then you know the exchange is off because a lot of times the exchange will be off. And a lot of times people are doing that at work. Like, they might be on salary, and they'll be, you know, like their salary was for 40 hours, but they're working 60 hours. Yeah, that's not okay. And that's where they that's just lowered okay. their pay um, and feel like the company's like, no, you work 60 hours or you work whatever you need to do. And mm-hmm. they have 60 hours worth of work, but they only get paid for 40 hours. And yeah, that's, that's where they get right. resentful. And But those are also part of our beliefs about, you know, how mm-hmm. hard we have to work and how hard money is to get it's like some elusive thing that that we can't get but apparently we could get all crappy shit we could get bills like that seems to not be a problem (laughs) like what are the things that it's really it's like it's so funny that like the thing that you want the most all of a sudden you you like can't get that like which is panic which is well you can get bills yeah well it's funny it's like oh it's like anything you can think of that you don't want like you can get that really easy and that's the point. You don't put your focus on it. Right. right, yeah. The thing that you don't want, you put your focus on not wanting, then you'll get it. It's so funny. You know, like, you don't pay attention to the things that you don't Work want. with relationships. Yeah, the things that you don't want, it's the same thing. Because you know when you really want something, right? Oh, yeah, if you're like, I would love to have someone to date, and then... And then you can't find a person. Yeah, everyone, you're like, God, everyone's horrible. <laughs> and then when you go, you know what? I'm fine. I feel good. And when I meet somebody, it's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then they start popping in. Yep. You know, they come out of the woodwork. And they're like, hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to hang out? <laughs> which is kind of funny because what you did was you set the intention and you mm-hmm. let it go. And yep. you let the universe, which we are all part of. It's like, mm-hmm. what are we part of? Where did we come from? We all came from the same place and we're all going to return to the same place. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to, we came here to visit. We're going to go home. We're coming from the same place. Right. So we have the universal energy that <laughs> you come into the world naked and crying and you leave naked and crying. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, why are we leaving naked and crying? I don't know, because you're birthed, you're birthed, you're just like, ah, oh, it's traumatic, I'm birthed. And then that's is that but I don't know, that's probably not how you exit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could. It depends. Funny, like, yeah, it's like sounds like a it's a I could see the scene in your head. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> But, but the point is that we're coming from the source, 
we are source, we're part of source. Mm -hmm. So why would it be that the things that we think that we want that source wouldn't provide if we actually believe that source is everything and it created everything and Mm -hmm. creates everything? So wouldn't it be able to do that too? Right. Because you see people that actually, and if you look at their program and their belief about it, are you talking about money still? Yeah, money. Okay. If you look about their program and their belief about money, um, people that make a lot of money, mm-hmm. they just believe they make money. Yeah, and they believe, I, I think, well, I think money, too, is a relationship. It is. Everything's a relationship. Everything's a relationship, yeah. But, so if you have an abusive relationship with money, and you're letting money abuse you and take control of what you do and let it, you know, dictate how you're feeling and thinking, like, that's not any different than... Having a person that's that abuses you, that abuses you, like it's you know. But if someone can't, you know, maybe it's not as easy to see on the outside, right? As uh, money in the, the money part, you know, yeah. like from being in a you know very vis- visually <laughs> visual relationship where someone's like, oh, maybe that's not great. Maybe you should get out of that situation where it's like no one's calling you out on. Your abusiveness you, with money. Your abusiveness with money and, like, your brain beating itself up. Like, no, stop that. You're abusing yourself. You're in your own abusive relationship with yourself. Leave <laughs> that. Which we, which we <laughs> all are with lots of things. Because, basically, we're in a relationship with ourselves all the time. Yeah. And we are the worst people to talk to. Like, you should never be left alone with yourself. <laughs> as far as your thinking goes. Uh-huh. It's so true. Be careful what you say to yourself. You're always listening. Yes. And when you say those things... They, you want to listen to what you're saying because that's really important to know what you actually believe about stuff. Mm-hmm. Because the things that you say to yourself all the time are the things that you're creating with. The way that you feel. If you have a strong feeling behind working hard, that you have to work this hard for money, and that it's hard, and that you never get any, and it's whatever, whatever it is. That, and, and most people don't understand like the, the beliefs about it being evil, like that they would have that, or that it changes you and changes you into an asshole instead of somebody that's, you know, it changes you into a better person right. and money and is a is, and money is a thing that that when you think about it what's the things that come up and when we when we've done class and we've given like i'll give paper bags and i'll put something in and sometimes i'll put business cards and sometimes i'll put money and the time that i put money in um she puts the, she does the paper bags so that way we have to read what the bag feels like and we don't know what's in it so we're like blindly reading energy from this thing and sometimes we'll put a dollar bill in there so in putting the, the money in, and that's the part of the spiritual development class where, you know, people understand that they all have gifts because everyone could do it. Every single person that does it, does it, and they've never done it before. Yeah, they blindly read the energy of the money. And it's interesting because it's each person's feeling of how it makes them feel. So you automatically know, okay, this person's feeling this way about money. That's the relationship with money. And it goes around the room, and you're just like, and no one knows that they're, they're reading money yet, and it's really interesting. Now, uh, say there was ten people in class, right? Mm-hmm. When they when we did that, well, this is a real story. This happened, right. was like a couple. Years I think ago. there was ten. I think there was ten. Yeah. I don't know how many ever people were in class back Probably. then. Um, nine of them, the feeling of money to them was negative. There was lack. There was a lot of like, if you. And mind you, no one knew that this was money. No yeah, one no one knew what it was. But the but if you listen to what they were saying. When they figured it, when they knew it was money, when I told them, they went, oh, my God, but mm-hmm. money carries energy, and we put a lot of energy in it. So when you get money, when someone hands you money, change the energy of it. Change it to abundance. Change it to, because mm-hmm. you want to hand that out and receive, and a lot of times it has a lot of lack in it. Because of the nine, you know, the ten people, 
one person had something positive and it was abundance. It was, <laughs> it was abundance. I don't know. Was it you? It was me. It was abundance. I was like, I feel green. It was funny. It was funny. I feel safety. <laughs> it was funny, but there was abundance in there. There was a lot of like things. And then, then everyone else, there was a, it was a lot of negativity. There people, was a lot of, it was hard. We said fear. Yep. We heard fear. We heard um, anxiety. We heard, um, what else did we hear? We heard laugh. You heard a lot. We heard a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you could tell and when they, they, and they didn't know there was money. They didn't have any idea that we were talking about. They didn't have any idea that we were talking about money at the time. Until when I said, okay, look in your bag. Mm-hmm. And then and everyone went, was like, oh, oh, man, this high little money, you know? No, it wasn't how, know, how they felt about money, but it was more, that's what money feels like. Right. And that's the, that's the energy, how much energy is in it. Because mm-hmm. they read that so easily. Yeah, it was very easy to feel. And most of those people that were in that class had never done that exercise before. They were a little nervous, like, I don't know, I don't know how to read something. I don't, I'm like, yeah, you do it every day. You do this every day. So you starting to understand that you actually have this skill, and most people do. Because we read people all the time. We read situations. We read each other. We read, you know, our cars. We read, you, you know. read situations all the time. Like, you would know if you were in an uncomfortable situation. Right, but they don't think that if they held a piece of paper or they held a rock or they held, that they'd be able to read that. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you don't put the two of them together, but you do it all the time. And... Mm-hmm. This is you just honing your skill right. and bringing it up right. and understanding it more. So that's why I love doing that class and I love doing that because every single person can do it. It's a great class. It's a great class. And the one also, the other part, the, the fun other one that we do, because there's a lot of fun exercises that we do, but the one that we do with the cards, you know, so we take a deck of cards and we'll put two people together and basically you'll pick a card and you'll basically send it what your, the card is. So say you, you have the ten of hearts. And the other person, you just sits there and receives, and they, you give them, you know, visuals, so you might see hearts, and you show them a 10 in your head, you know, like you're sending them what it is that the card is, and you're giving them, you know, you're saying it, you're visualizing it, you're doing whatever ways you can do it so that they can get it. And you would be surprised at how many people get it. How many people that have never done this exercise before, and what's even funnier is I have to be careful not to put people too close to each other because they'll get they'll pick up yeah. the person next to them. And th- there was one that was so great. She got the person next to her every single time. And she's like, why can't I get the one in front of me? For some reason, she was tuning in to the person next to her. And then she was listening to her talk. And then whenever she would do it, she would be like, she would say the card and the girl next to her would have the card. It's funny. And it was great. So we had to, we, we moved her. Um, so that she couldn't hear her and keep focusing because she was be focusing and she could visualize whatever the girl was visualizing and then she would pick her card. So I'm like, all right, um, that's pretty amazing. And nobody had done that exercise before and nobody thought they could do it. And the percentage of them being able to do it was way higher than 50-50. You know, like you could guess the card. Well, that's, you know, I don't think of, I don't know how many cards are in a deck, 52, 48, I don't yeah. know, 52, I think. You know, like a game that 52 pickups where people are like, 52 pickups, oh, All right. throw it, and you're like, oh, dang. Oh, right, that's how you know. Unless it's a pinochle deck, and then it's 48, I think. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that pinochle. Yeah, I don't either, but I'm just saying that I think from the pinochle deck, I think it's 48. But 52 cards and 52 pickup, um, 50-50, that would, I mean, it would be pretty hard to guess. 
mm-hmm. of 52 cards because you have the whole deck, you know, not mm-hmm. to, to get a pick a card from. But they did fabulous, and they got that. And if they got the suit, they were close to, you know what I mean? Like, they were, everyone pretty much got the suit. Yeah, you know. But that would be, you know, one in four. But to get the suit pretty much every single time, Mm -hmm. even if they didn't get the card, it was amazing. So the suit and the color. Right, the suit, the color. Like, the things that that they were getting, they were amazing themselves. They're like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. But that's what the same is because they're listening. Right, and that we hear and we're hearing outside of us all the time. When and we wait, I have a story. When I was little, we played the color game. Right. Mm-hmm. Where my mom would think of a color. She would have us think of a color, too. We um, do it in the car all the time. Yeah, and we, I would think of a color really hard. I'd be like, you know, listen, thinking red. And I would just think it and see it and just be like, red, 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 red. And then um, I would just try to project that feeling out, and my mom would be like, are you thinking red? No, it's fun because it's, it helps you practice. And the more that you're practicing, that you actually can realize that, you know, you can hear each other and that we could actually talk to each other in our heads, and we do all the time. And a lot of the things, when someone like, you know, we talked about like when someone pops in, like, you know, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. it's usually because they're thinking, they're thinking about you. Yeah. I always, I all not always, but I try to always reach out to the person that is popping in my head like that. I'm like, I either need to talk to them for some reason, or they're about to like call me, or and it's always like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Mhm. Which you know, if if you don't know that, then you wouldn't necessarily do it. But most of the time, the person will call you right after that and be like, oh, I was just thinking about you, like the yeah. person that they were gonna call. Or if this is funny, is. Someone will pop into my head because I know they need to schedule for hair. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that person in a little while. And then I get a text from them that day. Yep. And they're like, are you here real bad? And like, clearly they were thinking about, I better text Holly. My hair looks like crap. <laughs> <laughs> and that happens all the time. It happens with clients. Uh-huh. You know, like, oh, I need an appointment. I didn't make my appointment. Or I, you know, and I'll hear them or they'll just mm-hmm. pop into my head. Or if something's going on with them mm-hmm. and... Like, there's a client today that keeps popping in my head. I have to text her later. Mm -hmm. And she keeps popping in my head. Well, I talked to another one, and she said, well, she's with somebody that she was very close to passed away today, the client that keeps popping in my head. I said, oh, well, no wonder why she's popping in my head. Okay, that's that could be why. Because it felt very much like I needed to reach out to her and see if she was okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that that happened. I just kept, like, hearing her name and feeling her. I'm like, all right, I got to reach out to her. So back to the money thing, because it's really important. That's really important because if you use all the tools, like even, even understanding, like we hear each other and if we're hearing each other and that's why we're talking about, about money, right? Stressed out about money or stressed out about anything. And then we put it to money mm-hmm. because we'll put it to whatever we got. It's easy to blame. Money is an easy thing to put blame on. It is. I don't have enough money to do this thing. You know, which is where the lack comes in. Yeah. And you got to be very careful because remember, the pretty much in creation, the thing you focus on is the thing you get. Mm-hmm. We don't realize that we focus a lot on the thing we don't want. Mm-hmm. We focus on lack. We focus on fear. We focus on if the relationship isn't good. Wait, we are the thing we don't want. Well, that, or me, or we're me, creating because because people are thinking so much, they get so stuck in the negative and like so stuck thinking the hard the things that are hard and challenging that like it, the positive stuff just gets like washed. Away. Right, and remember, it's got to have emotion behind it, mm-hmm. because we could think a thought, 
And you, you got to take an action. I mean, if we're sitting there eating a peanut butter and jelly, I think it was Jim Carrey that said it, which was really funny. I think he was on Oprah one day and he was saying, you know, well, I wrote a check to myself for a million dollars, but it wasn't like I sat there and ate a peanut butter and jelly and went, okay, I'm waiting for the million dollars to show right. up. <laughs> I went out and was still doing the things that I was doing to create the million dollars. And then I got this um, call and I got a gig finally. Mm -hmm. And it was, and it paid me. It was, wasn't it that East Ventura? It might've been, I don't remember what, what it was, but it might've been that. And, and that's where I made my million dollars, which would be him actually creating it and Mm -hmm. doing the work. But then at the same time, wasn't focusing on lack, was focusing on creating it and doing the things that he needed to do, taking the steps. And take little steps. Because little steps, when you look at something that's big, it's like the million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's the part where you get screwed up. It's like Wait, if you take first step, you know, first step, little step. I get also make your beds in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a study that uh, showed like common commonalities uh, with million dollar with um, people that are successful. People that are successful, and one of the things was every morning those people made their beds. They did, did they? They did. Well, that's nice. You make yours. I make mine. Uh-huh. I don't move. Like, mine's really easy to make. Yeah, you just pull a, back, pull a flap back up. Yeah, because really My work. bed's like that, too. You just, like, unfold the corner, slide in, and then your, get back out and then slide the corner back up. Your stuff. friend that stayed over the other day said, I don't know what I did to Holly's bed, but but it, it was a mess. And I, it, the covers were everywhere, and I couldn't figure out how to put the covers back. And, and I'm sure she came home and went, what the hell happened to my covers? <laughs> I'm my, my, my money flow. But, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was funny because they actually, because their um, leg was bothering them and they kept, it, so they kept having like where they had to move. And they're like, I woke up, I couldn't figure out because she has layers of covers. Like which cover? I'm sure I screwed it all up. I start laughing. I'm like, I'm sure she could figure out where her covers are. <laughs> blankets. I have four layers. And they go in a very specific order, and if they're not in that order, it's I can't. Mm-hmm. Well, they knew, and they knew that they didn't put them back in that order because they couldn't figure out what the order was. <laughs> like, I know I screwed Holly's bed up, but but I was moving around because I couldn't get comfortable because, and her bed's really comfortable. So it was me, and, I, and they were cracking me up. She's like, so just tell her I'm sorry that, so here you go. I'm, she's sorry that she, you know, got your covers all uncovered, however they weren't supposed to be. So if we put our attention on, right, if we put our attention on what it is that we want, and you have to have the emotion, because mm-hmm. the emotion that we have when we're in lack is very strong. When we're in fear about not having enough, that's a strong emotion. When we're basically putting out a want, like, I want to make more money. Well, you can't put want because then you'll be wanting. So right. it's basically I am, you know, it's I, I am, I do. I do. And when, you, when you're when you having that happen, you have to put the emotion behind it. And if you don't know the emotion, then you go back to a time when something happened that felt good, something happened that you were excited about. And it could be, you know, the day that you got your first paycheck, that you, you know, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. it could be anything. Like, use something that you know that you felt abundant in. And it doesn't even have to be money. It can be something else that, that made you feel abundant, that made you feel joy, that made you feel excited about it. And that's the, you just use it. Because we could, you know, take emotions from other situations and use that emotion, but you want to put an emotion behind it. And then you got to take your steps. I mean, you're not going to sit home and be like, okay, I'm waiting for my check for a million dollars. Right. We're, that can happen, but we are not there yet. 
Like yeah. meaning like our belief is not strong enough. Yeah, our belief is not strong enough. Yeah. I mean, is oh, that yeah, a thing? I, yeah. Well, no, I work super super hard to by accident kind of like I just my body like, my brain just wants to do it. Like I'm not just like like I feel like I need to I need to create I need to you know do things with people and be creative and like it's just like I have like a like I can't not. Yeah, no, it's it's because it's it's part of our personality. Yeah. You know, like, we enjoy that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's the difference. It's not like you're heading off to work, and that's why when you were saying that about what you have to do tomorrow versus today, your choice. So you make the choice on how you want to see it and how you want right. to feel about oh, it. Oh, I get to hang out with um, celebrities in Coney Island tomorrow. It's so horrible. And I had I such a great time. That? Oh, my God, it's the worst. Yeah, and it's, so, I mean, we could turn it into, because you just did, right. you know. I know, I did, I did, I did that. Right, so we could turn it into, be like, shit, I got to be up at freaking 3 in the morning, so I could do, instead of being like, wow, okay, well, I'm going to be up at 3, I'm going to be at Coney Island 5, I'm going to have some great times, and I get to take a nap. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's what the day set up as. It's like, wow, we have a break in the middle of this. Which never happens, so, ever. Right. <laughs> never ever, happens. That's, that's the first time it's ever happened, ever. Yeah. In the course of any movie ever. Yeah, because usually it's a twelve-hour shoot, and you're oh, like, "There's no, there's no break that you're no like break. down." Okay, I could nap, and you can go back and take a nap at someone's else. Wow. Okay, yeah, that sounds better. The people that are acting, the ones they they live close, and they're like, "Well, you can go back and just hang out and nap with us because we're good. We gotta all be back and shooting at nighttime anyway." I'm like, "Okay." Right. Which would be like, "What did you really want to do? Nap?" Yeah. I need some downtime now. But that's the point, right? So if we go, like, the creation of, which doesn't ever happen, it just happened. Mm-hmm. It's true. And that has more to do with if we're all thinking in the same direction and putting our energy together because we co-create, it's like, apparently, they thought 5 a.m. and nighttime, and, ooh, we need a little time in between. Okay. Mm-hmm. Downtime. Mm-hmm. Because we want to be at our best. We want to do our best mm-hmm. for what it is that we're doing. So... What's the what's the takeaway for everyone? What's your takeaway for what we're doing with, with money right at the moment? What are do we, we need to be doing? Are we asking me? I'm asking you. Um, what we need to do with money is not give it power. Not give it power. Um, take give our it power negative, back. Not give it negative power. Well, we need to take our power back. Yeah, take so our power back. You need, to look at your, you need to look at your programs and beliefs about it. Mm-hmm. So you got to go a little bit deeper because a lot of times we don't know. But you can tell by your patterns... And the way you believe about rich people, the way you mm-hmm. believe about um, money itself, you know, like, is money hard? Is it this? Is it, you know, like, all the different things. Like, and start writing a little list. And then you can go through and see, like, where did I get that from? Because right. society yeah, taught us a Catch lot. Catch yourself when you are feeling a certain way about money and be like, oh, wait. Make sure I just you... cancel, cancel. Like, I don't, why am I thinking this way about this thing? Like, that's not helpful. Right, because we want to, you know, to make the change, you have to think something different, and you actually have to feel it differently, too. Mm-hmm. And you have to be aware. Like, awareness is 90% of what we do, so mm-hmm. you have to understand it. And then, when you get money, when someone hands you money, feel it for a second. What's the energy that it feels like? Change mm-hmm. it. Put something abundant in that this creates way more, that way more comes in than ever goes out. Even if you say that... Like, I always say that, actually. Honestly, that's one of the things that is, like, my in the background like computer program that is running in my brain is more comes in than ever goes out always and i don't even it's just that's why you don't even look at it anymore that's why i don't even look at it's just it's just it's just in there and that's why i'm never stressed out about about my bank account is because the feeling of no 
knowing, like it's a knowing. I don't even know how to describe what the knowing feels like. But that's when it happens because we know. Mm-hmm. Like when we get to that level it's of It's like knowing, that gut. It's like when the person is going to call you and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm feeling this person. I really know this person thinking about me right now. Let me check in with them. I'm like, oh, I was thinking about you. That's the feeling of what you need to feel about the money abundance thing. I don't know how, does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, well, it's basically saying that knowing that, that someone popped in and they're, you're thinking about them and then the next thing you know that they call you and you're mm-hmm. like, I was just thinking about you. But yeah, that gut feeling of, wow, this person, I really, I know that they're like thinking about me and I can feel that. You have to, you know, connect that, that knowing with, uh. It's that knowing that it's going to be okay. fine, that more comes in than ever goes out. And I give that mantra to a lot of people, like more comes in than ever goes out. But it really needs to, because remember, in about five seconds, that could be thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. When I say more comes in than ever goes out, and you get your bills. So right. you pick up your mail, and then you open your mail, and you're like, shit, here's an extra bill. Here's this. Money's just cotton, guys. Money's just cotton. It's just cotton. Money's so we need cotton. to So we need to think of, you know, how many cotton things do you have? Well, yeah, money's just cotton. You know what's fun about cotton is it's stronger when it's wet. <laughs> <laughs> so that means if it's raining and you're sad, that's, you know, it's their strength in that. <laughs> That means wash your money. No. Someone said, someone said, what was it? Wait, if you're crying about your money, you're like, oh my God, my body cries. Cry on it stronger. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes, cry all over your money. You'll make it stronger. Maybe it'll reproduce. Right. Sorry, guys. It's like a weird place. <laughs> it's, it, wait, maybe you pour some water on it and it grows. You know, like a like money tree. Like those tiny things, like those small things. When yeah, you that you little, put in water. Those little dinosaurs. Those little, like, those little, like <laughs> fuzzy pills you put in, they unfold to be a large dinosaur. Yes. Think that that's your money. That's your money. That is so, not your money. So anytime you look at it and feel stressed, just say you are a large dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to put you in some water and you're going to grow yeah. and make even more. You're going to get bigger. Yes. And stronger. Uh-huh. Because that My little... dinosaur's name is Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Which is which is perfect. Yeah. So those things like are important. So all those Benjamins. All those Benjamins. They're all Benjamins. Yeah. But that's actually the point. Like make it fun. Don't stress Mm -hmm. about it. And I know it's hard. I know this is not easy. But the more that you catch yourself, the more that you do something different, the more that you look at your bills and be like, oh, thank God, more is coming in than ever goes out. Instead of being like, shit, how am I going to pay for that? Right. Okay. So remember um, to go and like the podcast. Go and like, like the podcast. Yes, which is on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I almost said the old name again. <laughs> what is the name of the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know the name of the podcast? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the name of the podcast that we do? I don't know what you changed it to. I don't know what you changed it to. Really? Really. This is only your life? <laughs> I thought that's what the original one was. No, How to Survive Our School was the original. Oh. This is um, only. So then, I, correction, I did know the name. She the did know. This is only your life. Overcoming the bullshit, I think, to um, open your heart and mind, I think, is the, the name. Mm-hmm. Let, let us know on um, the social media what your guys' belief is about money. I'm curious. Yeah, and, you know, email us and stuff. Now, and stuff. I want the and stuff part. <laughs> yeah, email us and stuff. And, you know, let us know other, you know, things you'd like us to talk about. But this is really important. Because if we're creating, and we're always creating, that you guys don't realize how much you're creating from a negative place, and with the amount of stress and stuff, and how much we're picking up from each other, which is why we talk about this all the time, reminder, 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 awareness, awareness, awareness. So go take classes. Um, I was thinking about, like, remember I was talking about last time, like, the, like, what kind of classes 
you know, so that's why you guys let me know because we're going to do, I'm working on like an entity removal class because when I was actually at the conference, um, I said that to people, like when we were in that class, I said that, um, like I didn't know which one I was going to focus on. When I said entity removal, every single person knew it and they were like, I need that. Mm -hmm. I need that. I need that. So I was like, all right, well, I got to figure out how we're going to do that because to do everybody in a class, I'm not sure I could do them in a class. And I mean, like, it's hard to do everybody at the same time compared to like when I'm doing a one-on-one, -on -one. that's more of a one-on-one -on -one thing at the moment. Who knows? They, then that's why I'm trying to figure out a class. But we can do an abundance class. We could do a money class. We could do, you know, like, because they're all similar. And, you know, your emotional intelligence which is, you know, what, you know, we really teach about energy and your emotional intelligence, which is your beliefs and the way that you see things and your perspective and um, how you work and how you, how you understand how to interact with people so you have better relationships and relationships with everything is actually what we're talking about and helping you to learn. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's, you know, what I found out over that your IQ in your lifetime will basically only change within four points from the time when they do it, but your emotional IQ which is your emotional intelligence, can change exponentially because if you work on it, you can make that. And that's the thing that successful people have is an emotional IQ, an emotional intelligence. That's what actually is the thing that leads to success. And that's understanding how you work, how, how other people work, being compassionate, kind, caring, not taking things so personal because you understand people. Mm -hmm. And to understand them, you got to understand yourself. And coming from a place of empathy, compassion, Caring, kindness, and love, which is what we work on all the time. And feeling better about yourself. Mm -hmm. So, we will see you next time. Uh, well, we don't see you. See, apparently we, you hear us. <laughs> and you will hear us. You will hear us next time. And let us know. Um, email us. Go and um, look up the, go to the website, mylana.com, M-I-Y-L-A-N-A, and um, .com, and you know, look at the different classes that we have. Give us some suggestions because we'd love some. And I'm trying to figure out what you guys really want to learn and what you'd like to work on. So I'm going to put some together, but it would be nice to hear from you so we actually can get more of what you'd like to do. All of them, I mean, they're they're all channeled, so they'll be something that, that you would need regardless, but it would be nice to hear from you. Any other last words there, toodles? <laughs> I know, I always just say toodles. I know. Any other last words there, toodles? Because we have what? We have the, you know, past life regression class, which is always great. You could take on the Learn It Live. We have the um, stress relief class, which stress is ridiculous. So that's important. And we need to work on the next second lesson, too, on that, um, which we need to get our shit together on mm -hmm. this time thing. And we have um, the podcast for you guys to help. We have one on one um, sessions. We also have group sessions. And we also have classes. Last words I would say are be grounded, stay grounded, and um, when you're feeling or catching yourself in a negative thought, make sure you cancel it. And that's three times. Cancel, cancel, cancel. All right. We'll that's see you folks. next time. That's all, folks. What's the? I can't do. I can't do the. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> I can't do the. What's the? Whatever it is. All right. Toodles. Bye.